Everyone is talking about a sequence of emails or a schedule of social media posts or creating that video, that video that can go viral. After doing this for so many years, I've realized, uh, scientifically speaking, with data, one thing, and that is the one thing I want to share with you where the same piece of content and sequence when it was done differently with a different idea in mind changed everything. And I call this idea time on brand time on brand, where if you deploy this and install this in your business, you will make more money and get more raving fans simultaneously. I'm going to show you the three step process and exactly how to do that. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to. How to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Trivata, and welcome to Business School. Okay, in this episode, I want to break down for you the concept of these three little words that could change your life and change the financial bloodline of your family forever. And it's called time on brand, where you can actually make more dollars and have more raving fans and how I kind of happened upon this idea by total accident. I'm going to break down for you exactly how each of these things happen. So uh, the three big uh, pieces to my episode with you today are based on these three things. Number one, a lot of times we think about sequence. How do I sequence this launch? How do I sequence those emails? How do I sequence these uh, this mastermind? How do I sequence you know the, this selling process? And I want you to think about a different version of the sequence, and that's what I want to share with you. The second is there's a big part of scheduling. Hey, how do I schedule more posts? How do I schedule more podcasts? How do I schedule more content? And how can you actually do that significantly better? Instead of scheduling, can you choreograph it? I'll tell you about how to do that. And the third is there's a lot of talk around virality. Oh, I just want to go viral. I want one post to go viral. And I actually think there's a better idea, a better way, a better strategy where you can actually do this one thing and be completely unapologetic. And this, all of this is wrapped under this one thing called time on brand. And I want to talk to you about how this all came about, which will give you really good context. The, I was talking to my team one day and we were asking about like, what makes a good subscriber. For those of you who are part of our email community know that I literally treat my email community as a, um, as an online course. Everything that I like to share, I like to make it almost like a online course, course delivered via email. And I love my email community. I love writing it. I do it all myself. And they said, well, Sharon, why don't we try something a little different? Why don't we take the same content. So for the first, for the next full month, for every email subscriber that we get, we're going to split them into two. All right. So it would just split into two. One would go down path A, one would go down path B. And here's what we learned. On path A, they would go down a series of, I think it was like uh, three emails a week for four weeks or like 12, 13 touch points. And it was sequenced in a very specific way teaching, sharing, giving in a whole, um, you know, in a very holistic way. That was path A. So it was a sequence of 12 to 13 emails, just showering people with value. Path B 
the other half that went through this, they went on a little bit of a different path, but they got the same exact content, same exact content, but they got it in multiple channels. So the first, they got it via email. The second, it was a podcast. The third, it was a video. The fourth, it was a text message. The fifth, it was you know, an infographic, the six, it was a PDF. So we rotated the amount of time they spent with the content, but the content was exactly the same. And here's what we realized. This one thing we realized was 48 minutes, 48 minutes. It took us on average on path B to realize that when people spend about 48 minutes on our brand, i.e. time on brand, come something completely changed. Their level of love and care for us, their level of uh, inbound inquiries, their level of buying, their level of in, uh, interest, their level of engagement completely went through the roof. And that was 48 minutes. And I'll tell you how we scored it. We scored every piece of media based on the length of media. So if there was a podcast for nine minutes, that we gave it nine minutes of time on brand. If there's a video for two minutes, we gave it a two minutes or time on brand. If there was an email, we gave we scored every email just as one minute. So if you can imagine in path A where they sent 13 to 14 emails, nothing happened because you only had in a month 13 to 14 emails, which is a lot of emails for a lot of people. They had only had 13 to 14 minutes with me on a time of brand idea. This 48, 47, 48 minute mark is what changed the way I th think about everything, which is this idea of time on brand that I want to share with you. And once we, once we deconstructed this idea, we came up with three big three big things that I really want to share with you, which will solidify this idea of time on brand. And if you can install this one thing in your life and in your business, you will have clients for life. And the first thing is this idea of sequencing versus romance. And I like to call it like just believe in romance. And when I say believe in romance, what I mean is if you were going on a date with someone, uh, you would not text them. You would not, you would not send them 13 emails over a tw you know a 30 day period that's not what you would do they you, they may get a video they may get a link they may get an audio they may get uh, a song they may get uh, a date they may get uh, a coffee meeting uh, a co not a, co a coffee date they may get uh, a couple of text messages they may get some emojis you would rotate that you believe in the romance that's the cool part about it right folks what we realized was we always thought and bad on me for this i always thought when people came into our community they just wanted, we just wanted to give them insane value. We just want to give them a lot of emails. We just want to give them insane amount of content. But we realized that people wanted to be welcomed and loved. People wanted to be welcomed and loved. Now, even if they didn't say that, you know, up front, when someone joins our community, they want to be welcomed into the community. They want to be welcomed and loved because who doesn't like being welcomed and loved, which is why the, the idea of romance is really important. The second is uh, I, I realized that all content has three components to it. You can do educational-based content, you can do inspirational-based content, and you can do entertainment-based content. So that was the other big thing that we did, where when you're romancing the stone or when you're romancing the subscribers, when you're romancing the prospects, the leads, the audience, I realized that just, uh, you know, th this overused word in today's modern vocabulary of value, 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 is extremely irritating. No one likes that. You don't want that. You don't want just to be hammered with more and more good stuff because what happens is you're like, I can't keep up with it. I'm just going to save it. I'll just delete this email. I'm sure Sharon will send something else good the next time. There is no rotation of the in, in the romance, right? 
you don't want to always send people a ton of good content because people don't have time for a ton of good content. That's the problem. And I'm not saying hold back. What I'm saying is we got to rotate it, which is why whenever we share something now, we're like, hey, um, maybe there's some education here. Maybe there's some inspiration here. Maybe there's some entertainment here. In my recent emails, I started including, including a bunch of animated GIFs which was kind of like from the Jiffy world. And it completely changed the open rate of my email. People responded saying, oh, that was really funny. People want to be entertained. People want to be inspired. People want to be educated. So when we romance our subscribers, we have to go through that process and go through those three frames. And when we do that, it's a much better uh, experience as opposed to just hammering them with more value. Value, value, value is not the answer. Romance, romance is the answer. Um, this is why I, I always think about it when I, you know, when it comes to social media, I always say, you know, date the algorithm, marry the audience, right? Date the algorithm, marry the audience. And all I mean by that is when one of the things when it comes to romance is just the cadence, right? You want to, you can't just have a great date and ghost. You can't date and ghost for, for, for eight days. That would be weird. So you got to stay there. So dating the algorithm is like dating the subscriber. You got to stay with them. You got to stay with your clients. You got to keep, you got to keep in touch. The cadence is important. Whether or not they said, oh, I, I can't read that right now. That's okay. Right. But you got to be there whether, whether they're not, whether they're ready for you or not, because only then, only then will you be able to get more content, get more ideas, get more inspiration, get more entertainment in front of them. Completely. What I thought was instead of this, sequencing something special, I thought, well, how can I sequence some romance in there? Right. And that may be people want to be welcomed and loved and people want to be educated, inspired and entertained. And I got to just stay there with the cadence because it's not just about the sequence. It's about the romance. And as, as soon as I did that, I started to realize that people just want to be welcomed and loved. And that's what we want to do because a welcomed and loved person, you can just have much more impact on their life than anything else. So that's number one, which is when you, you welcome and love folks into your world, they have really good time on brand, all right? Here's number two. Number two is, um, instead of thinking like schedule, when you hear the, oh, let me give you the perfect social media schedule, what time should I post on my Instagram page? When should I send this email? When should I make this call? Should I send them a video? Should I send them an audio instead? All of that is like ultra interesting. Instead of thinking schedule, think choreographing, right? And I would say choreograph with multimedia. Choreograph with multimedia. And here's what I mean. Instead of thinking number of posts, think time on post. Say it again. Instead of thinking number of posts, think time on post. So if you are making one, uh, say, 30 second piece of content on Instagram, that's, you don't want four, you're like, oh, I'm, I post on Instagram four times a day. Like, that's interesting. But the true time on brand, even if they consumed all of that content, is four times 30 seconds, which is two minutes. You got two minutes of time on brand. That's what you got. Now, how are you going to get more time? Because more time on brand it means more loving and welcoming, means more impact you can have. So instead of thinking schedule and number of posts, think time on post, right? Think time on email. Think time on blog. Think time on stories. Think time on podcast. Because we want to get to the concept of time on brand, not just the number of times that they see you. Cadence is important, but time on brand is important too, right? Um, I was talking to my friend Jason Capital, which was a super cool conversation when he started getting on TikTok. And Jason's an amazing social media presence guy. Like he's figured it out and it's 
he he knows the attention game, how to get it, how to like keep them, and then how to influence people to just have better lives. And I was telling Jason, yeah, we're just experimenting with you know one post on TikTok a day, and it's true. I've not gotten deeply into the platform. My my team just takes my reels from Instagram and just post them on TikTok. I, being ultra honest with you. And Jason told me, hey, yeah, you know, we're experimenting too. And I said, oh yeah, what are you doing? He's like, we're doing 10 posts a day. I was like, 10 So he's experimenting with 10 videos a day on TikTok, experimenting, 10, right? That's when I realized this concept of time on brand. There's 10 times more time on brand for Jason Capital than anyone else out there because he's posting 10 times a day on the platform. I was talking to my friend Alex and Layla Hermosi, who have just blown up over the last eight, 12 to 18 months because of time on brand. They just realized that they're just going to spend more time, more effort on impressions and time on brand. And then as it was working, Alex was like, hey, seems to be working. We should just go instead of once a day, twice a day. And they just doubled their cadence and everything in their world like linearly doubled which is so amazing to see from a formulaic perspective where it's not about the scheduling, it's about the choreographing. The, the key part of all of this is also when you choreograph something, you also get to not just post your content, but to market your content. I'll say it again, not just to post your content, but to market your content. Um, a lot of times when we drop a podcast such as this, we will share it with our community. We'll share it via email. We'll share it via text message. We'll share it on con- con- consecutive social media channels to get more eyeballs on this. It is our responsibility to market our marketing. It's our responsibility to market our content. We can't just put our content out there as in scheduling and then assume that everyone's going to pick it up. We have to force consumption. We have to choreograph the consumption. So a lot of times, like one, I remember one time where uh, we had our, one of our podcasts drop and our email didn't get scheduled. I saw a significant dip in our analytics and I wondered why that, which was a good episode, why, why didn't get any traction. And I realized that we just didn't send that email. And so we lost, we didn't get a chance to market our marketing. People are really busy and they don't need to be reminded. They need to be choreographed. They need to be romanced, right? And when you get romanced, it's and and a choreographed uh, approach to your marketing. It allows them to understand and be with you longer, which is more time on brand. Time on brand is the answer because the more time they spend with you, the more they feel uh, close to you, the more familiar they are with you, the more they drop their walls of you know uh, uh, anxiety and. Um, you know, uh, clenching their butt cheeks on what you may be telling them to push them towards something. The more time they have with you, the more they have time on brand, the more things happen. So the two things we talked about were number one, believe in romance. So it's not about sequencing a bunch of things, but believe in romance because people like to be welcomed and loved. Number two, don't think about just scheduling stuff on various platforms. Think about choreographing people's experience. Just take a minute to think about it because the more time they think about, the more time they spend with you, the more time on brand it is. So it's not just the number of posts. It is the time on post, right? And that also requires that we choreograph the marketing of our content because if you did go and put up a great piece of content, the answer is not just an answer, right? So when you do that, you actually get to market the marketing, which is super important. So that's number two, choreograph with the multimedia stuff. Here's number three. Uh, if you have not been, if you have not been kind of paying attention, please allow me to kind of share this one thing with you, which is look beyond the inspiration. Look beyond the inspiration. And what I, uh, 
what I mean by that is you got to become deeply, deeply unapologetic, deeply unapologetic. Everybody says things like, oh, I want to make a post that goes viral. Well, you don't make a viral video. It just goes viral. Now, why is a completely different thing? Why is something that we can talk about, but it, you don't make a viral video. It goes viral, right? There's three things that make for not viral videos or viral pieces of content, but um, impactful and, uh, and really connecting pieces of content. Here's what they are. If they are raw, if they're specific and they're personal, and it really starts to work. I'll say again, if they're raw, if it's specific and it's personal, it really starts to work. Here's what raw means. When I say raw, I literally mean when you can do a very simple live and be yourself. Like there's so much, there's no makeup, there's no authentic, there's deep authenticity. You're not in a studio. Yeah, the studio stuff works, but the rawness cuts through so many deep channels of human psychology and the rawness makes people relate to you. But number two, the, spe the specificity, right? If you are talking to somebody, if you say, hey, um, if you are a golfer that is left-handed and, uh, you know, and has, is colorblind and wears a yellow shirt, I'm talking to you. I'm totally making that up. But a golfer who is left-handed that is colorblind and is wearing a yellow shirt, if they're listening to that audio, if they're listening to that video, if they're reading that piece of content, I will tell you right now, you have profound specificity in this and you've got their complete undivided attention. When you're specific, be profoundly specific when you're talking to people. Be profoundly specific about the things that you do. Be profoundly specific when you show them what you show them. You can say, hey, I want to show you three ways in which our team saved three hours this past week. Let me show you. Pull up your screen and just show them how you organized your sauna board. Show them how you set up your Zapier. Show them the three worksheets that you use to get more stuff done. The specificity can be about the avatar or it can be about you, but when it's raw and it's specific, it gets an insane amount of impact. But third, last but not least, is personal. People just love it. People, you know, a lot of them want to see themselves in you, right? And so when you say, hey, I did this, I lost this, I did this, I didn't have this, I broke down, it's amazing because all of us have our hero's journey in our own way. And every single successful person that you see out there, they are out there telling their origin stories, their hero stories, why? They're doing it because they want to show folks that they are just like them. Yes, the, the egos may be inflated and all of that, but the personal stuff really, really connects. When I tell you that I invested a million dollars in a business and I lost that million dollars, it, it should hurt you just as much as it hurts me when I tell you that story, right? Now, it sucks, and a lot of people will say, well, boo-hoo, you lost a million dollars. No, that's not the point. The point is it starts to create this really personal bond. And so it's not about going viral. It's about time on brand, right? The going viral, getting 100 million views on something, that's cool. But going deep with 10, 20, 30,000 people, 5, 10, 15, 20 people, or three to five people, or just one person, when you get more time on brand, it changes everything. This stuff is really, really important. And this is why I, a, a lot of times when I actually talk about my investing journey, on this podcast alone, I've told you stories of how I bought I bought companies for zero money down. I was told you how I bought and lost money. I told you how my friend Jason Capital and I bought uh, a company in 37 minutes with Bitcoin. I've been really personal about how I think about investing because we are professional investors. We buy, we invest in companies and buy assets. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't go well. I take a lot of lessons from that. 
And the best, the reason a lot of times is the reason I can be a good advisor is because I've lost so many times. I know ways in which you shouldn't do something. Um, many people actually ask us, hey, uh, Sharon, what are you guys investing in today with the market changing, et cetera? And like, I don't have an answer uh, because I don't know your personal situation. So this may be interesting to you. Um, I actually created this 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 little uh, survey called investwithsharon.com. Go to investwithsharon.com, invest with S-H-A-R-R-A-N.com. And then just tell me what you're interested in. I actually will tell you all the stuff that we're investing in. If we're investing in deals, if we have ideas and all of that, I'll just tell you exactly what we're doing. There's, I have nothing to sell you. It is my chance to tell you what I'm investing in so that you, <laughs> so that I don't have to do one-on-one answers, right? It's investwithsharon.com. And uh, if you want to do that, I'll tell you everything that we're investing in. All right, let's do a really quick recap. It's not about sequencing. It's not about scheduling. It's not about going viral. It's about these three words called time on brand, right? Time on brand. Um, first thing we talked about is don't think about sequences of emails, sequences of posts, sequences of things like that. Think about romance. How do you actually romance? How do you build romance into your, uh, into your client's journey? Because they will feel welcomed and love you for a very, very long time. Number two, think time on brand versus number of posts. It's not about the number of posts. It's for time on post. So you get to choreograph the, the experience that people go through and not just shove more stuff in their face. And number three, be totally unapologetic. Be unapologetically you. People will love you for it. Just This is the one thing that I wish I had done differently. I had the courage to do differently. The one thing I wish I would go back and tell my younger self is be so uh, unapologetically you. For a lot of people, they don't know who they are and that's okay. But you got to be unapologetically you. You don't want to be like someone else. You don't want to be like something else. You don't want to have to put on a persona here because if you're raw and if you're specific and if you're personal, people will really start to get a great, great sense of you. If uh, uh, one of the things I always tell people is when you start to feel a little uncomfortable about what you just shared, you're getting there about being unapologetic. When you start to feel a little uncomfortable of what you just shared, you're getting there. I'm not asking you to share what you would tell your therapist, but if you can get a little bit more uncomfortable about what you just put out, that's when you start to get there because you start to become deeply, deeply unapologetic. The entire idea of me recording this episode was me explaining to you that I've completely shifted my kind of scientific approach to this of saying how many posts, how many emails, what schedule, uh, how tactical can I be? And the tactics only get you that far because they don't get time on brand. We always convince ourselves that our tactics are good. But when people actually connect with people and people do business with people, people have already said yes before they begin to work with you. And that has all got to do with just this one concept. And it is time on brand. The more time people spend with you, around you, uh, reading about reading about reading about you, reading with you, hearing things about you, listening to you, watching things about you, watching with you, uh, experiencing you live. The more people spend with you on a time on brand perspective, the more money you will make, and the more raving fans you will have, and the more lives you can impact. So, think more about just these three little words called time on brand. If any of those was helpful to you, just find me on Instagram. Do a quick direct message. Say, hey, Sean, that Time on Brand episode was pretty good. Um, mean a lot to me. Happy to answer any questions, et cetera. But wanted to leave you with just those three words. Uh, think a lot about Time on Brand. 
Patreon. I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go, just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free, just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com. Dot com.